You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. My name is Father Tim Smith. And we are broadcasting this morning from Holy Cross Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, which for those of you that don't know, it's about uh, 30 miles, 25 miles west of Aberdeen. And we are in the heart of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network and the the Tower of Power that pro- proclaims yes. our local Real Presence signal is just outside of our parish boundaries here. My name is Father Tim Smith, a pastor of Holy Cross Catholic Church, St. Thomas and Roscoe, Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Leola, and all parishes, I have listeners to Real Presence Radio. Um, and just as we have our, all our listeners all over the upper Midwest, they, they love to support the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. Did you know that Ipswich was the first station to go up in South Dakota? I did not know that. So, it's so good to, there you go. It's good to know. And, and, and we, we trust it as God signed, as uh, the truths of our faith and, and mm-hmm. uh, the beautiful things that are happening in our church all over the upper Midwest, whether you're a listener in Minnesota or North Dakota or South Dakota or Wyoming or Wisconsin, we're here at Real Presence Radio, uh, just mm-hmm. shining a light on all the good things that God has been doing um, here at our parish. I um, want to say uh, thank you to all those who joined us for Holy Mass in the last half hour as we celebrate today the memorial of Pope John the uh, First, Pope St. John the mm-hmm. First. We hear about all the great uh, different popes and sometimes Paul the first, Paul the second, Paul the sixth. You know, which, which Paul was that? Some, some of these great popes, they go rather unknown. Maybe their contribution was certain in the yeah. life of the church. But uh, uh, Pope John the first, who we celebrated today, um, was a martyr and, and lived as a testimony to Jesus. And so what an inspiration for us to start our day on this beautiful new week, this Monday and also seeing all the good things God is doing in our life. Amen. Amen. Well, we have our first guest on the line with us, and we're excited. Uh, There's been a lot of changes with the COVID. Mm -hmm. We said that a thousand times. And no different with the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. Jan Fetrell is on with us this morning. Good morning, Jan. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on the air with us. And I hear that a lot of the foundation department is working from home. And how's that going? It's it's going amazingly well. Um, we're, we're just making the best of it and working diligently. Yeah, well, and the Catholic Community Foundation is known for all the big events that they put on for the diocese and different fundraisers and different causes. And we've got our fishing tournaments coming up, and it's going to be kind of interesting how in the heck are we going to do fishing tournaments, Jan? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Um, there's been a lot, a lot of prayer to um, the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and to think um, outside of the norm um, these past few months. And this is, um, we are super excited about this opportunity. And um, this is something that all of our listeners, um, and not just those in South Dakota, all anybody that's mm-hmm. listening this morning can participate in. The Bishop's Fishing Tournament here in eastern South Dakota is, um, is a, a charity event that raises money for seminary and education. And each year we, we host two very large fishing tournaments in, in two areas in, in South Dakota, one in Big Stone and then the other um, in Pierre. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, due to um, the need for social distancing and whatnot, we have um, thought long and hard, and we're going to do essentially a virtual fishing tournament, meaning that people can go and fish anywhere in the U.S. 
no matter where you're at, you can form a team. And if, if you are in Mandan, North Dakota, and you've got a buddy down in Florida and oh, somebody fun. over in Vermont, doesn't matter. You can form a team and you can enter our fishing tournament. Well, that would and, be fun. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, so families can go out together. Um, but because of social distancing, it's like my husband's best friend and him um, can't go fishing together. But they're, they're going to go fishing together mm-hmm. through the use of this app. And um, so they'll go out and they'll go fishing. They'll record their, um, their catches. And we're, we're recording the catches based on length. And we're fishing for walleye or bass. And they're recording it by length into this app, and then the app will keep a leaderboard going and keep track of everybody's catches. They'll group everybody by the team you're in, um, and uh, and then we'll, we'll, we're going to open it on um, Saturday, May 30th, and we'll run it through Monday, June 8th. And okay. um, so we'll, uh, on, on Monday at noon, we'll start tallying all the results, and uh, we'll award our um, winners, and uh, um, yeah, it's just going to be, I think, something really, really fun and unique, and uh, each day, as kind of a a fun twist to the tournament, each day of those 10 days that I said, May 30th through June 8th, we're going to be doing um, fun, like, silly prizes, like the person that catches the biggest carp, or the Mm -hmm. person that catches the the smallest bullhead, or whatever, and so there'll be just little bit some fun opportunities there. Well, Jan, yesterday, this is Father Smith speaking, and I was fishing uh, with the neighboring priest yesterday afternoon, and it was a great, beautiful day. I had some of the the kids from the parish. We actually ran onto the shoreline there who said, hey, Father, how are you doing? Now, they had a giant carp, and I was wondering about that. Uh, you oh. know, what would you do? Uh, you know, we have some of the great fisheries in our Real Presence radio listening area, whether it's Devil's Lake in North Dakota, um, some of the great lakes in northern Minnesota. I, myself, born and raised in those 10,000 lakes. Mm -hmm. And then right here in South Dakota, the Missouri River fishery is an excellent walleye-producing lake, as well as uh, the Big Stone Lake and those other areas you mentioned, Jan. Um, You know, when they record these on the app, uh, is it complicated, or have you made it real simple for people to record what they're catching? Um, From my perspective, it's it's really (laughs) simple. (laughs) And uh, and now I'm I'm in that 50-something category, and um, we were were raised with the computers, and so if Jan can do it, anybody can do it. But the beautiful thing is there will be tech support 24-7 that if, you know what, it's like, this isn't working for me, I I, I don't know how to do this, there's a number you can call right away, um, um, and uh, they will help you walk through it. Well, and I'm like sitting here thinking about, uh, you know, the May 30th through the June 8th, how many husbands are going to be, you know, honey, I really need to go out. It's for a good cause. And they go fishing every day. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope so. Let's hope so. And hopefully they grab their wife and their kids and they just go and have a blast. Jan, what are the prizes for the fishing tournament? It's a wonderful mm. fundraiser, supports seminarian education. But, of course, uh, you got to have a little bit of a carrot uh, to go out there and uh, <laughs> oh, you do? dangle that Other line there. You know? <laughs> so uh, what are some of the prizes that are going to be awarded for some of these you teams? You bet. You bet. Well, the daily, the daily prizes, we're still collecting them, but they're going to be um, a variety of gift, gift cards and, and items from um, local businesses. And um, and then the ultimate prizes, essentially, they're bragging rights. We um, mm-hmm. we have a beautiful granite plaque um, that are being donated 
um, by Roush Granite, mm. and um, they'll be awarded to all the winners. And and uh, like each team can can be comprised of up to four persons, and so each person will get a beautiful granite plaque, bragging rights. They can put it on their desk, hang it on their wall, whatever they want. And then we also have what we call the 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 KC Challenge for Knights of Columbus teams, and um, and then they actually win uh, a crystal trophy, a traveling trophy, mm. and. Um, so yeah, so um, um, lots of lots of fun um, opportunities, and truly, um, I, I really want to keep keep our finger on the reason why, mm-hmm. and uh, for seminary and education. And we feel badly we can't gather our seminaries together and go fishing, but um, we're going to do this really cool fishing tournament and honor them. and And through the apps, you'll get to hear messages from them and, and all kinds of neat stuff. But you, you know what, um, Father Tim and Heather, I got to share. Bishop Begrude, um hails from our, our new bishop here in the diocese. Hails from Minnesota, and as you said, land of ten thousand lakes. And he's actually thrown down a challenge um, that uh, his family's going to be fishing, and oh, really? um, he's like, try to beat the Begrude family. Oh, that should be no problem because they don't know about how big the walleye get out here in the Missouri River. So most Minnesotans, uh, from my own experience, take it for granted. But uh, I think we can give them a run for their money. That's a challenge for my North Dakota listeners right now, too. Uh, I want to throw the gauntlet down here. You know, maybe some of my brother priests up there, uh, I'd like to do some priest head-to-head challenge. Uh, so if another priest listening is a fisherman in the Real Presence Network, uh, give me a call. Maybe we can join this Bishop's Fishing Tournament together and do some challenge. Jan, where do people go to get the app, to download, to register for the event? Um, May 30th is coming up fast here in the next uh, week and a half. Where do people go to get the registration information? Perfect. Thank you. They can go to CCFESD, and that's the website for the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. So CCFESD. And then on our website there under the events tab is all the information you need. Um, you can read through it and, and get registered. And you have to register through our um, um, our website first, and then you can um, download the app and uh, get ready to go fishing. And if you're not um, a, a person to go on, on the website, you can call us, and that number is 605-988-3765. Nine eight eight three seven six five, and you'll get all the information there as well. All right. Well, and I wanted to. Um, each diocese handles, um, you know, seminary and education differently. How does the Sioux Falls of the diocese of Sioux Falls handle seminary and education? Just so people know. You, you bet. Well, I'm going to actually um, ask Father Tim to jump in on this one, but uh, we, um, as a diocese, are very. Um, honored to be able to financially support our seminarians. And uh, Father Tim, do you want to share a little bit of, of your experience? Sure. Well, it's with great support of the members of the diocese, uh, members of the parishes that have supported this initiative for seminary and education. And of course, that's a cooperative effort with our Catholic Family Sharing Appeal through our diocese. But it's my experience being in seminary with many of the priests from our listening area in Real Presence Radio that that is a fact. Each diocese has its own means of fundraising, different Mm -hmm. events and activities they do. As a recipient of that gift of seminary and education, um, that supports 
supports all the activities and, and most especially helping assist with room and board for college seminarians so that way they're able to have those expenses paid and focus on their education as well as relying upon academic scholarships and those things. But also when a, when a seminarian enters into the theology school, the final four years of preparation for seminarian education, that that entire education can be sponsored by the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls. And I know different dioceses have different arrangements with their seminarians, but all of them have initiatives. And so if you want to support your own particular diocese, seminarian education, reach out to your diocesan vocation director, and they'll be happy to connect you with local resources in our listening area. But uh, I want to say a special invitation to all those to participate in this fishing tournament because it's a blast. It's going to be fun. It sounds like a lot of fun, and it sounds like um, we're going to have the biggest fishing tournament we've had. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. I, people I'm from all excited. over the country are going to participate, so that's going to be fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Jan, for joining us this morning. Well, thank you so much for having us, and, and give us a call, Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota, and we'll get you hooked up. All right. Thanks, Jan. Well, up next, we're going to hear about an ancient rural Catholic tradition that continues to this day and actually begins and has started on this day. And it's one of these great uh, things that transform our lives of faith and also how one special program is transforming the lives of children and adults. We want you to stick with us right here on Real Presence Live as we continue. Don't go anywhere. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Hey everybody, thank you to all of you who joined us in prayer and support of Real Presence Radio during our Feed My Sheep Spring Pledge Drive. With your help, we reached 90% of our goal. Thank you so much. If you missed our four-day drive, that's not a problem. You can still call in and pledge your support at 877-795-0122 or donate online at realpresenceradio.com. Thank you so much and God bless you all. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. My name is Father Tim Smith. And we're broadcasting this morning from Ipswich, South Dakota. Holy Cross Catholic Church. And you're listening to Real Presence Radio Listening Network. Uh, the beautiful time for us to uh, just enjoy God's glory. Great day in the upper Midwest, at least for us, where we're broadcasting from today. And just uh, really excited about that fishing tournament, Heather. Well, and I'm like looking out the window, Father, and I'm like, oh, today would be a great day for fishing. <laughs> wow. So tell me the truth. You grew up in West River. You grew yes. up in, around the Black Hills of South Dakota. Now, I talked to some people, and they're more of like a trout fisherman there. I mean, what was yeah. your experience? Did you do much fishing growing up I, at all? I grew up fishing on a bamboo pole with my grandpa. And, yeah, all the time. Fishing in the Black Hills all the time. Would you catch those little trout that swim in the trout streams in the Black you know, Hills? Or what was your, your preferred kind of fish? I don't know exactly what I caught. I just remember my sister and I would, they would be these little fish, and we'd catch them and put them in a bowl. And then, <laughs> you're so mean. I can't believe I'm sharing this story. <laughs> wow, you might have to go to reconciliation afterwards. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't do anything but to we, it. But we thought it would be fun, you know, because we were saving the fish, but we would throw the fish out of the bowl to save them okay. and then throw them back in the bowl. I mean, that's torture. <laughs> well, that's part of the book of nature as uh, most children. And that's kind of the, one of the beautiful things about doing an activity like fishing is that we get outside, we get to mm-hmm. experience the goodness of creation. Of course, Jesus himself uh, called the disciples, St. Peter and his brother, Andrew, and how they were fishing. They, and he said, you will no longer be fishers of men, but, yeah. or fishers of fish, but fishers, fishers of men. Of men. I well, and I still can remember, there were bad days on the lake too. Yeah. You know, we would have the little tiny metal boat. I don't know what you call those little tiny boats. And it would be like cold. Yeah. And it would be really early, and it would be freezing, and so you'd have all this wet sprinkling of water, and you would just sit out in the middle of the lake freezing to death. Well, and that's a rite of passage. Uh, you know, in our listeners in Minnesota, I once heard a statistic that are, there are more boats in the state of Minnesota, or enough really? boats for the entire population. So I love it. So if there was need be, everybody could find refuge in a boat and could yeah. float a little bit. And there's just something so peaceful about it. And growing up in my own life as family, we'd have an annual family pilgrimage for the walleye or opener to mm-hmm. northern Minnesota. And of course, well, I saw you had a good catch. Well, how long ago was that? About a month ago? That was actually on the feast of St. Joseph the Worker. Oh, I, uh, not that long ago. On my way into town and uh, took the opportunity to throw a line in the water and uh, I ended up catching two nice walleyes. Uh, and so people really love a good fish catch on social media. You'd be surprised <laughs> how many... How many likes and loves and retweets? They don't do that for my homilies. I'll tell you that. I get more. I get more love oh, for a, a fish. Oh, people love a couple of walleye. There's there's no uh, doctrinal confusion about that. Uh, they say, uh, look at the size of those fish. Good one, Father. You know, you're eating well tonight. And everyone wants an invitation to dinner. But uh, you know, I need to catch a lot more than just two of those. But. Uh, well, I think I think I am going to get a team together of parishioners virtually, and we'll we'll enter into that uh, that that 
fishing contest here. I, I have a few uh, fish hounds that are in my parishes. And oh, so I'm, you know the ones who know how to well, do it, Well, I right. might even use the fishing term call. I might even call a few parishioners who I know are the best fishermen, wow. and I'll, I'll recruit You're them bringing to bringing your A-game. Bringing my A-game, and uh, I want to win that crown. I want to win that monument from Roush So Monuments. are you saying you're not inviting Father Darren to be on your team? Well, you know, <laughs> joining us in, in studio here at Sacred Heart, or Holy Cross Catholic Church uh, is Father Darren Schmidt. Just arrived. He'll be our, our guest for our next segment. But Father Darren and I, uh, I did... Uh, you know, inc- invite him to go fishing <laughs> with me yesterday afternoon. So we finished our masses as we resume, resume public worship here in the diocese. Yeah. How of was the turnout? Well, it was pretty good. It is really good to see our members. You know, yeah. uh, most of our our parish members who do not have any health vulnerabilities or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, many were able to return to a public celebration of the church. And of course, our heart goes out to many of our listeners in different regions and areas who are unable to do that at this, at this mm-hmm. time. But here in our area, we had very minimal exposure to the COVID-19 pandemic. Did and you so have any in... Ipswich itself, or nope, not even in our county. So oh, you know, really? in, in our area, um, and they've done a good job in the, the state department of health. So we're grateful uh, that God has helped us. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. kept kept us safe, and we we give God the glory for that. And we continue to pray and continue to use the virtue of prudence and how we do celebrate the practices of faith and enacting those certain precautions that have been given to us by the bishops, while at the same time, um, you know, celebrating the sacraments with joy and with hope and trust in Jesus, while at the same time just acknowledging that uh, we live in a different time. So our, 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 our guest that's joining us this morning, Father Darren Schmidt. Father Darren, how was it for you uh, in your parish? You're the pastor of St. Anthony in Hoven and St. Augustine in Bowdle. How was it for you this weekend? It was good. I think it uh, didn't seem like the same amount of people as before all of this happened, but that's to be expected. People... I think some will also just ease back into it, maybe mm-hmm. not show up the first week. And some might be traveling, too, that I don't necessarily know about. So, But it, pretty good crowds all in all. And, hmm. But, of course, you don't want too many people there either because then right. you can't keep right. six feet distancing, which we need to maintain. But well, at Christ the King in, in Sioux Falls, we had 85, which is very small. <laughs> yeah. Speaking to some other priests in our listening area, uh, uh, one of the one of the vicars at Holy Cross in Fargo, uh, they similar experience they had this last yeah. weekend for the number of people that are that are able to return. But of course, a lot of joyful hearts, and mm-hmm. uh, and some people even had tears in their eyes as they were moved by God's grace working in their souls at this time where yeah. we can reassemble as members of the church. So we want to uh, just say that there's a lot of good things. More of that is coming. You know, we're, as I told my parishioners, we're like a train leaving the station. And yep. now we're just picking up speed. We're trusting in God. And he's going to watch over our nation, our church, and our world. And we'll continue to pray for each other. Up next, we're going to hear about this rural Catholic tradition that continues to this day and how one program is transforming the lives of children. Stay right here on Real Presence Radio. Real Presence Radio.